so if this goes to plan, you'll be hearing this the week of Christmas. Uh, Damien and I could not get together and record this in person because we're with our families doing Christmas stuff. So we're recording sort of our thoughts on Christmas and uh, I guess the meaning of it and why we celebrate it separately. Uh, one interesting thing there is that I'm not actually going to hear what Damien has to say until you do, and to some extent vice versa, because we're going to be recording separately. So it'll be interesting. I mean, obviously, having not heard it, I don't know what he's going to say. But just because we're very different people, I expect that what we have to say will be very different. And we haven't had a whole lot of opportunity uh, so far on the podcast to sort of model this. But one thing that I do think is important to realize is that it's okay for us to be very different people who have very different priorities and very different views of what is good and bad in the church right now and what is excellent and what needs to be changed. And we can still be friends. We can still seek God together. Um, and we can still respect each other, even if we think the other one's completely wrong about this, that, or the other thing. We can still agree on stuff as well. So to get to the point, uh, Christmas. Uh, one thing that changed one thing that really had a big impact on my understanding of Christmas is when I realized that Christmas traditions and, and getting together with family and togetherness and the Christmas spirit and all of that doesn't really matter. I shouldn't put it that way. It does. It's, it's good stuff. I'm not saying it's bad. It is good. It's enjoyable. You should enjoy it. But it's not the point. It's like we don't have Christmas so that we have Christmas spirit. And we don't have Christmas, so we have a chance to get together with our families. Um, the point of Christmas is, shockingly, Christ. And as stupid as that is to say, that's the point. And I would also say it's not Easter. Like, this is not the holiday where we rejoice that Jesus saved us from our sins. That's Easter. We're, we're going to get there, but we're not there right now. Christmas is where we're just amazed that Jesus showed up at all like bothered coming to our game at all. And Jesus showing up at all is really the only major difference between Christianity and some of the other world religions. Um, I mean, we have a lot of differences, but really they will all boil down to that Jesus showed up, that, that God came here with us and not was off in his heaven somewhere far away hearing what happened to us and maybe caring, maybe not, but not here suffering with us. He's over there. Right? That is the non-Christian, almost every non-Christian view of who God is and what God does. And it's not the Christian view. And that's just weird. And Christmas is when we celebrate that. Um, and I think the more you think about it, certainly the more I've thought about it, and the more you experience life and just how the world works here, uh, the stranger and more unexpected that simple fact that he bothered to show up is. So... Spoilers, because I don't think we've released these episodes in the podcast yet, but I talk about how the Bible and, and Jesus too, but even just the Old Testament and Genesis where we are right now, uh, really it's trying to answer the question of who is this God? Like, what's he like? It's inviting us into a relationship with him. And any sane person, when considering a relationship, says, of any kind, says, well, what's this guy like? And so the Bible is trying to answer that. And Jesus is, and the stories about Jesus are also trying to answer that. And what we get, again, spoilers, is that God is fair 
which is important because it would, like, if God sees the pain in this world and sees rape and murder and, and all this stuff, and it doesn't cause a problem, if that is not an issue to him, then that's, that's bad. <laughs> but at the same time, um, he's also kind. And I need to be a little bit careful using the word kind because it's more than a bit overused these days. So I'm not talking about nice. I'm not talking about nice people who just don't say mean things to your face. That's not what I mean. And I don't mean happy people who are just always pretending things are okay when they're not. Also not what I'm talking about. Um, it's also not like church people who will do like they're running food banks, but they're not going to give a starving person a any food until they listen to a gospel presentation. Like, also not what I'm talking about. God is, he's like the guy who is like a boss and the workers are talking back to him and being like, no, you're bad and yada, yada, this is bad stuff. And instead of punishing them for it, is listening to what they have to say and is trying to figure out, like, how can we actually make things better for these people? Or if you don't have a job and you're in school, He's like the teacher who notices that you're having a really bad day, as teenagers are wont to do, and doesn't say anything about it, doesn't bring it up in class or anything, just for some reason, you didn't prepare, you're not ready, you're having a bad day, but inexplicably, the teacher never calls on you. He calls on everybody else twice, but never calls on you. And I think the teacher isn't making a big deal out of it, he's not saying anything, he just decides to give you a break. Or God is like the friend who who notices something is wrong and talks to you about it before it gets so bad that you start, you know, acting out or something so that someone will notice how much pain you're in. Like before all of that, this person's already noticed and even just giving you a hug or whatever. Right? Like, so God is like that while at the same time being the God who is not going to let people just get away with, with hurting other people. And like, so what's the point of going off on all of this? Christmas is about the question of, am I, like all the stuff I just said, am I saying that because that's what I want God to be like, right? Like, am I saying that just because it would be really nice, it would make me feel better if there was a great friend, like if, if, if there were a awesome friend in the sky, like that is basically the question of Christmas. Is this just something I want to be true, or is this actually true? And so in Jesus, we have a real historical figure who lived at a specific time and talked to other real people and did things that look exactly like what a real person would do and who we have records of outside of the Bible. And so the point of Christmas is not that we all be happy and nice to each other or anything like that. Because none of that can really help. Like, being nice to each other is not going to turn the lights back on if somebody is freezing in winter because they don't have enough money to pay the bill. Like being nice to people, being nice to people, or even sharing some, is not going to help someone who has, you know, hurt their wrist working in an Amazon warehouse or something. Because remember, there's a lot of people for whom, especially in retail or working for Amazon or something, for whom Christmas is really the season where they get more stressed because they're the ones who have to support the rest of us getting presents and that kind of thing. And none of that, like none of the being nice to each other is actually going to solve any of that. So Christmas 
is when you say, is there something that really will fix this issue? So what I would say is this Christmas, if, again, if this is coming out when hopefully it should be, you've only got a few days left before Christmas. So just in those few days, let's all pretend that God is real. Let's pretend there really is a God, because even if you are a Christian and you say you are, a lot of times, deep down, we don't act like it. And so let's just commit to this and think about it for the next few days. Like, let's pretend there is a God. Let's pretend all the stuff I just said describing him is not just a nice thing to make you feel better, but is real. Let's pretend that is actually how the real God actually works in reality. And basically, like committing to this pretense, committing to this imagination for the next few days until Christmas, I'm saying, let's pretend there really is a God and he really does have your back. And how does that change how you think about the world? How does that change how you address problems? How does that, how does that change how you think about how your friends act and how you act toward them and how you just react when things go badly or when there are politicians you disapprove of or when the government is doing something you don't like or when something bad happens at work or when something, someone's mean to you at school or when something terrible happens at church or whatever. Like there really is a God. He really does have your back. And remember, we're pretending. So when something bad happens, you're not allowed to say, see, this is proof. He doesn't really have my back, right? You have to say, like, you have to say, no, 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 I know this guy. He really does. So for example, my wife, if my wife goes into a room with some other guy and comes out sometime later, the fact, like, I am not going to assume she's being unfaithful to me. And it's not just because I have blind faith. It's because I know her. I have lived with her for more than a decade, and I know who she is, and I know how she acts. And so I know if that's going, like, if something's going on there, it's not her being unfaithful to me. Like, there is a reason she's doing that. It's probably they're getting a Christmas present ready for me, or they might just be doing work. It could be a coworker that I just don't know. Or, like, they're my first instinct is to assume that she does have my back. because Not because I'm just going to blindly trust, but because she has had my back in the past, because I've given her the chance to betray me, and she hasn't, because I've given her the chance to earn my trust, and she has. And so I'm saying, the next few days, let's just all do this together. Like, pretend there really is a God. Pretend he really does have our backs in that way, where he really has given us all these opportunities where we've tried and seen, does he really have our backs? And he said, yes. And then how does that affect what Christmas is to us? Because really what I'm saying here is that Christmas is the holiday where we think together about how just shocking it is that there is a God who does have our backs and that he, did say he would do stuff and he did come through and he did show up to suffer here with us. And Johnny, I mean, especially these days when so many people know what it's like to just not have anyone who will even show up for you. I think it's very, I think it's even more poignant. I think it's even more sort of serious that this holiday is just about the fact that God bothers to show up. And we can talk later about all the stuff he does once he's shown up, but that's not what Christmas is about. Christmas is about 
the fact that in the end he bothered to show up at all. And what that means for how we can live now that we know he is going to show up and does have our back.